You're listening to the Outdoor Photography Podcast, episode 40. Question for you. Is there something that you really hope to achieve in your photography this year? Something that you would really love to improve or to grow in some way so that at this time next year, you can look back and feel proud of your progress? Well, I've been thinking about this a lot myself lately. And so in this Tidbit Tuesday episode, I've decided to do something a little different. Instead of giving you a technical photography tip, I'm going to share with you how I've been approaching this question of goals with the hopes that it will help you on your journey as well. I also have a brief announcement about a giveaway I'm running that I'll tell you about at the end. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Brenda Petrella, the creator of Outdoor Photography School. Join me as I sit down with top landscape and nature photographers and outdoor industry experts to chat about creativity, composition, photography tips and techniques, essential gear, safety in the outdoors, respect for nature, and so much more. Tune in every week to learn how to create compelling and impactful images while exploring and enjoying the natural world. Welcome to the Outdoor Photography Podcast. Happy New Year, my friends. Brenda Petrella here, here to help you create better images and reconnect with nature. I hope you had a wonderful holiday and are feeling refreshed and ready to tackle 2022. Don't forget to update your copyright information in your camera's menu system. And if you have a photography website, be sure to update it there as well. To everyone who participated in the Outdoor Photography School survey, thank you. Your input was incredibly informative and has helped me to prioritize what content to create this year, as well as what sort of topics and areas of your photography you hope to improve in the coming year. The vast majority of you indicated you were interested in online courses and that this podcast and my YouTube videos have been the most helpful to you so far. And I'm very glad to hear that because continuing this podcast, creating online courses and revamping the YouTube channel are all top priorities for me as well. So please stay tuned for upcoming announcements as I get these more developed in the coming months. In the meantime, I wanted to address something that came up among many of the responses in regard to the challenges or obstacles that many of us face when trying to improve our photography or our creativity, which is mostly lack of time, lack of motivation or accountability, and fear of putting yourself out there. So fear of judgment and symptoms of comparisonitis. First of all, I think it's important to remember that no matter where you are in your path as a photographer, whether you're a beginner, a passionate amateur, or a professional, we all go through similar struggles of self-doubt, uncertainty, fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of being unoriginal, imposter syndrome, procrastination, or what I often find myself doing, which is procrastinating. learning. I call these things creativity quashers. And if we allow them to take hold, these stifle our progress, stamp out any inspiration, and derail us from our goals. And I mention this with the hope that you'll find comfort in the fact that you are not alone in your fears and doubts or tight schedules. If you experience any of these creativity quashers, welcome to the human experience. <laughs> 
whatever life situation you currently find yourself in, I think we could all agree that a lot of external and internal obstacles can prevent us from creating better images and reconnecting with nature, even with the best of intentions. And I know that's been my own reality of late. With it being the start of the new year, I imagine many of you are in the process of setting new goals, perhaps even resolutions. And since I've been mulling over this a lot myself lately, I thought I'd share how I've been thinking about goals and obstacles, and perhaps it will help you on your journey as well. New Year's resolutions, whether you love them or hate them, I think there's a lot of value in the opportunity to reflect, make changes, have some closure, and hope for a better tomorrow. The transition to a new year is like getting a permission slip to let go of what wasn't working and have hope or belief in ourselves that something is better around the corner. This year will be different, right? This is the year I'll learn that new technique or get better at composition or learn to express myself visually or create an image I'm really proud of. But what really happens for most of us? Once life has had a chance to get back to its normal mayhem after the holidays, the motivation around those lofty resolutions loses its glowy sheen like Aunt Edith's fancy holiday silver that's been put away until next Christmas. Optimism fades into the background, usually around March, and most of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions and perhaps have even forgotten about them altogether. So why does this happen? I think we lose sight of our goals or let life take over because having or setting goals is not the whole equation. That's not what drives results. And I actually cringe a little bit saying that because I think of myself as a goals-driven person. But what drives results is doing the work. So the question I've been pondering lately, and one that I invite you to consider as well, is what if instead of thinking about our photography as a craft or as a form of artistic expression or as an outlet for creativity, what if we simply thought of it as a practice? And I've been chewing on this concept of practice lately after I recorded an interview with John Barclay, which is going to air in early February. So if anything I say today resonates with you, be sure to tune into that episode when it comes out. So allow me to explain my thinking around this idea of photography as a practice. Ovid, the Roman poet, wrote, Dripping water hollows out stone, not through force, but through persistence. And in my opinion, another word for persistence is practice. To practice means to take repetitive action, and action leads to clarity. In fact, that statement, action leads to clarity, is something that has helped me a lot in the last few years when I'm feeling stuck, overwhelmed, or indecisive on my next steps. If our goal is to improve our photography in any way, regardless of what that is specifically, what's one thing that we can do that will set other steps in motion and have sort of a domino effect on reaching our goals? And I say it's simply one thing, practice. There are lots of examples of this in mastering any craft or skill. Athletes practice, musicians practice, writers practice, magicians practice. Some people have a daily meditation or mindfulness practice. 
really any activity or behavior or skill that someone is trying to master requires practice. In fact, apprenticeships have served this very important function. Becoming a master at something doesn't necessarily require more information or better equipment or even epic conditions. It really just requires the work, putting in the reps. And practice doesn't make perfect, it makes progress. There is no endpoint to creative work. Our output as creators and as photographers will continue to evolve as it should. I see this regularly in my three-year-old daughter, Maya. She's learning new things every day about the world around her, how to use her little fingers in dexterous ways, how shapes, colors, and numbers relate, how to complete puzzles and find solutions. And she practices with intent and lets her curiosity guide her, which I believe is a key component of experimentation and discovery. She even makes sense of interactions by reenacting scenarios she's experienced with her imaginary friends over and over again. And to the adults in her life, this can seem rather repetitive and tedious, but it is how she learns, grows, and masters new skills and concepts. And with these observations, I now define practice as curiosity plus repetition over time. So when designing your photography goals this year, consider reframing your approach to include practicing photography. How will you do that? Well, one way is to break your goals down into chunks or micro steps. You know, what's the smallest action you can take that will lead you in the direction you want to go? For example, if you want to get better at night photography, one small practice you could do is to learn how to navigate the buttons on your camera in the dark. Another simple practice would be to practice adjusting your settings and assessing menu options while looking through the viewfinder. These simple but helpful skills require some muscle memory, and they are really only achievable through doing the reps. By not having to think about these tiny steps while out in the field, you'll have more time and bandwidth to be more tuned in to the composition itself. Another type of practice is to consider what small steps can you take that would lower friction or reduce barriers to getting out and doing more regular photography. For example, I've learned that I'm more likely to grab my camera and head out for a half an hour for a mental break if my equipment is ready to go. So my practice is that every time I return from an outing, I charge my batteries, I do a quick clean of my equipment, and I repack my camera backpack to default carry mode with my most commonly used gear. This way, nothing stands in the way of a spontaneous moment to go out and do some photography. So you may be thinking, okay, fine, but how do I integrate practice or these micro steps into my life? How can I maintain sustained effort to make it worth it and to see the effects? The way that this has worked for me is to embrace the premise that the practice will get you to where you want to go. So set reminders and track the actions you are taking, not your goal. Practicing consistently will lead you in the direction of your desired outcomes. So schedule it, commit to it, remember why you are doing this, and reward yourself for consistency. 
Don't wait for the muse or divine inspiration or for the creativity quashers to go into hiding because you may be waiting for a long time. And as one of my all-time favorite comedians, Lily Tomlin said, All my life, I've wanted to be somebody. But I see now I should have been more specific. So who will you be this year? Are you going to be someone who practices photography? Will you stay committed to the practice when the going gets tough? I'm grappling through these same questions myself, and it's easy to be inspired to take action, to want to do these things, and it's a whole other ballgame to actually be that person, to do the work. And I get that. And that's why we'll revisit these ideas again in March when the going gets tough and when most of us have long forgotten our goals for the new year. So stay tuned for that. For now, practice taking action. Practice making something. Make a mistake. Learn from each rep of the process and you will make progress. You will be creative just in the doing. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this more philosophical Tidbit Tuesday. As always, I appreciate you and I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. Again, I'll check in with you in a few months when most people's resolutions fizzle out like an Alka-Seltzer tablet. March is when those creativity quashers seem to creep back into the forefront and when we need to join hands and keep them out. And that's what we'll attempt to do. So stay tuned for that. As I mentioned in the intro, I'm holding a little giveaway contest, which is a license for a year of unlimited online backup with Backblaze. Backblaze is the cloud backup storage that I personally use for backing up my photos, libraries, videos, this podcast, and so forth. It's very important to have an offsite backup of your data in case of hard drive failure or worse, fire, theft, or whatever. And I have used Backblaze for years and highly recommend them. So if you want to show your support for the podcast and enter for a chance to win the license, all you need to do is leave a rating and review by January 15th on Apple Podcasts. And if you aren't an Apple user, you can leave a rating and review on the Outdoor Photography Podcast website. And I'll draw names at random and announce the winner later in the month. And I'll be back here next week with an interview with wildlife and landscape photographer Juan Pons. And so until then, get outside, my friends, and find yourself a little nature. Take care.